Welcome to the Anchored Podcast with Pastor Reginald Wayne Sharp Jr. I am so excited that you've tuned in, and it is my prayer that these messages will always help you to remain anchored, regardless of what storm or what season you're navigating. I pray that God would speak to your heart today and that you will never, ever, ever be the same again. Stay connected to Fellowship Chicago. This is Pastor Reginald Wayne Sharp Jr. I pray you stay anchored. Peace, peace. So if you have your Bibles, come with me to Luke chapter 13, verses 6 through 9. I want to read all of them, verses 6 through 9. Verses 6 through 9. Stand with me in honor of God's word. If you are able, stand with me. If you are able to stand this morning. And to all of our virtual shippers, I thank God for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Luke chapter 13, verse 6 through 9 out of the New Revised Standard Version. This is what it says. Then Jesus told a parable, told this parable. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard and he came looking for fruit on it and found none. So he said to the gardener, see here, for three years I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree and I still I, and still I find none. I think you need to cut it. Cut it down. Why should it be wasting the soil? Verse 8. He, he replied, sir, let it alone for one more year. Mm, 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 mm. Just, just, just leave it alone. Let it alone. Just one more year until I dig around it and put manure on it. If it bears fruit next year, well and good. But if not, you can cut it down. I want to talk today from this thought very simply. My New Year's evolution. Thank you. You may be seated. My New Year's evolution. Tell the person beside you, I need a New Year's evolution. Now, now turn to the other person because that person trying to act bougie like they don't know you and they've been sitting by you for 33 minutes. Look at them and say, neighbor, I ain't playing. I ain't playing. I need a New Year's evolution. Often we settle for New Year's resolution. Pastor Brian Jones, good to see you. Normally, we, uh, we, we settle for New Year's resolution. You know what the resolution is. I'm going to go to the gym this year. I'm going to stop eating so many sweets this year. I'm glad I'm preaching this on the fourth week of the new year because this is really going to convict you real good. Because when the year came in, I'm, I'm going to stop eating fried foods this year. I'm going I'm to take a fast off social media this year. Man, I got to come off some of this weight. You know, pandemic was hard on you, boy. I got to come back down. I got to slim down, man. I got to change. I, it's my resolve. It's my resolution. I, all these resolutions that we made coming into the new year. And now look at us. Four weeks in almost four weeks into the new year and look haven't been to the gym yet still eating fried food set up in the bed and scroll through your phone talking about I'm gonna take a fast from social media and you were liking everything last night just scrolling and liking and, and, and then you and then you delete the app but you know how to get the app back on your phone real quick if you want to you know what what happens when we try to make resolutions but but what the Lord revealed to me is you can make a resolution but if you don't make an evolution you will never fully be able to accomplish any resolutions 
resolutions deal with decisions but evolution deals with a gradual development are y'all listening resolution is a decision i'm trying to make but 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 evolution is a gradual development it means i'm going from this level to that level i'm not the same i'm evolving and if you get to the end of this year and you're the same person that you were at the end of last year shame on you because God is a God who is taking us from faith to faith glory to glory even John chapter 1 says that we go from grace to grace so if God is a faith to faith kind of God a grace to grace kind of God a glory to glory kind of God why are you still the same person that you were in 2021 and then our people and some of our family members like to confuse us and they walk up to you trying to shame you for your growth and shame you for evolving and they say stuff like this oh you changed yeah baby I changed I'm supposed to change if any man or woman be in Christ he or she is a new creature old things are passed away all things become new it is an insult if you don't change it's an insult when you stay who you've always been somebody holler I'm evolving I'm not going to think the same way I used to think. I'm not going to spend my energy the same way I used to spend my energy. I'm not going to entertain the same people I used to entertain. I'm not going to date like I used to date. I'm not going to wait like I used to wait. I'm not going to eat like I used to eat. Can I talk real up in here this morning? Some of us need to evolve because as you evolved, you don't have to ask some people to leave. They will dismiss themselves because they won't even be able to recognize the new you because this is my new you years evolution I'm changing I'm growing I'm and it's gradual it's a gradual development you didn't get to where you are right now overnight and so you're not going to get to where you want to go overnight it's a gradual development but at least you're headed in the right direction I don't ever want to hear anybody say I don't ever want to hear I don't ever want to hear anybody say this is just the way I am the devil is a liar just because this is the way you are does not mean this is the way you have to be. Just because you've been messy 30 years, you can change it on the 31st year. Just because you were in a relationship that should have been done with doesn't mean you got to stay any long. I tell you, my grandma may be bad, but my theology and the spirit is real good this morning. It's time for some stuff to shift. And if you're going to be connected to God in 2023, you have to participate and be open in your own evolution. Maybe it's time for therapy. Maybe it's time for a breakup. Maybe it's time to stop eating what you used to eat. Maybe it's time to stop hanging with who you used to hang with because it's hard to have eagle vision and you hanging around people with chicken consciousness. It's hard to go higher when you got dead weight holding you down. It's hard to be new when old is holding on to you. Look down your row and just tell somebody, evolve now, evolve, evolve, evolve. It's okay to change. It's okay to grow. It's okay to drop something. It's okay to add something. It's okay to subtract something. And God is with us in the evolution process. Because that's what's going on in the text. Jesus tells this little parable about a fig tree. Who the owner of the vineyard had been coming to for three years. And for three years, the owner of the land kept coming to the fig tree looking for figs, which is a fruit, and for three years he found nothing. 
And so one year he walks up and he says, you know what, to the gardener who is keeping the trees and keeping, he said, hey, why don't you just cut this tree down? I've been coming out here for three years and I haven't seen now a piece of fruit. Mm-hmm. Not now a piece of fruit. And, and, and I'm tired of it wasting the soil. Is taking up space. We can plant something else here. We don't have to keep this non-productive tree in the middle of our garden like this. I think we need to cut it. The gardener speaks up and says, wait, just give me one more year. Oh, I feel like preaching. Just give me one more year. I want to dig around it. And the King James Version says, I want to dung it. And if next year this time it is not still producing any fruit, then we cut it. But if it starts producing fruit, we're going to let it live. Lean up. The problem is, I said lean up, y'all still sitting back. Lean up. You don't know what year it is for you. You don't know which year this is. That God is looking at our lives because wherever there's a fig tree, it was a symbol of Jerusalem, a symbol of Judah and Israel. And it's also a symbol of us. God is looking at our lives and we don't know what year we're on. This might be the year that is the defining year of whether God is going to keep giving you space to live or not. And if this is my last year for God to look and find my life productive and fruitful, I don't have time to waste this year. And I just need about a hundred of y'all who got that same energy who can say, ain't nobody going to waste my time this year. I've got to produce. I got to start the business. I got to finish the book. I have to make sure my family is aligned and my business is in order because this might be the last chance I get. And so here are a couple of things I need to tell you about how God meets us in the evolution process. Number one, here it is, write it down. We are not consumed because of mercy. Anybody remember that word? We are not consumed because of mercy. I just told you in the text that the main keeper of the yard told the gardener to cut it down. The gardener spoke up and said, no, let me dig and let me dung and we're going to check next year. You missed it. The keeper of the yard said, I think I'm sick of this tree. It's unproductive. It has not become what I created it to be. It is wasting the soil. But the gardener spoke up and said, just give it one more year. Y'all still sleep the keeper of the the, the man the tenant who who the, the the owner of the whole yard said cut it down the gardener said give it one more chance the owner said cut it down the gardener said give it one more chance the owner said cut it down the gardener said give it one more chance you waiting on me to move on I'm waiting on you to act like you got it the owner said cut it down the gardener said give it one more chance God is the owner Jesus is the gardener and when you come to church how dare you sit up in here like Jesus hadn't been speaking up for you. How dare you act like you haven't been a recipient of God's mercy. Some of us should have been cut down in 2020. Some of us should have been gone in in 2001 and the fact that you're still alive lets you know God's mercy has been keeping me. Can we turn up for a minute and thank God just for another year, another day, another chance? Should have been gone with my crazy self. Could have been gone with my messed up self. But God gave me one more year. 
And if anybody around you starts shouting today, mind your business. Because you don't know just how much mercy God has put in this situation. Look down your road and say, I know about mercy. Yeah, I, I, I ain't talking to the perfect Christians. I'm talking to my Christians that know what Casamigos tastes like and know what loud is. Uh huh. I'm talking to the ones that messed up along the way. And you ought to turn up this morning and say, God, thank you. I'm not destroyed because you showed me mercy. It is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed. His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. High five somebody with your good hand and say, I'm a mercy case. He kept me from me. Look beyond my faults. Saw my every need. You want to know what mercy is? Look at me. Anybody know you should have been gone a long time ago? But I'm not destroyed. I'm not consumed because of mercy. And since he's given me mercy, I owe God to use my year maturely because this year is a gift. And when God gives you a gift, the way you show your appreciation is your work with what you got. Don't touch yourself. I ain't got time to waste. I don't have time to waste. I feel a do it in the spirit and I don't know who it's for I feel and hear the words do it stop overthinking just do it stop waiting on the money just do it stop waiting on somebody to co-sign the vision just do it and if they don't support it put them on the back burner and go do I feel some water walkers in the room who are ready to shift their lives because you know I got too much mercy So, so, so we're not consumed because of mercy. But watch this. We are constantly being manicured. I'm not talking about your fingernails and your toenails now. No, but anybody that's a lawn maintenance person, they know that you call that manicuring a lawn. You have to manicure it. Here's what the gardener Jesus said. Hey, 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 I know you're sick of it. Because the truth is God's sick of some of us. Just keep looking straight ahead. And, and when God looks at some of us, uh huh, he said, and you wasting space. My grandma said, nothing worse than somebody who's existing and not living. You just, you just, you just holding space, taking up good oxygen. And God is sick of some of us. Because when he looks at us, he sees foolishness and not fruitfulness. But the gardener. Who church for don't know in the shout? I tell y'all all the time. But the gardener. Said, no, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, God. Hold on. I know you ready to drop justice. But let me work a little mercy. Let me dig around it. And manicure. No, no, no. When I when I heard this word dig around, at first I thought it was just a matter of picking up some weeds or digging up the ground and the soil. Y'all know it's deeper than that. Because wherever there's gonna be manicuring of a tree, here's what's gotta happen. There has to be eliminations and there has to be limitations. Y'all ready to walk with me? 
Now, on the tree, low on the bottom of the tree, are branches that grow that are called suckers. Now, the branch grows low on the tree, but it's too low for any fruit to ever mature on it because it's so low to the ground. And the branch is actually taking and draining the tree of necessary nutrients. So anybody that's manicuring a tree trying to make it grow, they have to eliminate suckers. But there are also weeds growing around the tree. And the weeds are useless vegetation and growth. So they got to dig around the tree to make sure there's no weeds growing around it because the weeds are also draining the tree of necessary nutrients to make it grow. Some of us need to ask ourselves in private, in private, in private, who is the sucker that needs to be cut off this year? Because some of the suckers are in our families. Some of the suckers are the ones we about to buy Valentine's Day gifts for in a few weeks. Some of the suckers are our grown children who refuse to grow up because we keep enabling them acting like they 12 and they 29. Uh-huh, keep looking straight ahead. You got some suckers in the church. You can always tell a sucker because they hang out where it's low and they don't do nothing but drain you. They don't add anything. They don't compliment you. They don't support you. They don't pour into you, but they're always ready to take. Can I give you a word? The givers have to set boundaries because the takers don't have any. Keep sitting acting like I ain't talking to you this morning because some of y'all came to church with a sucker and you're about to leave early and go back home to a sucker. And God said, this year is your year to be unsuckered. A life surrounded by weeds and suckers is a life that's going to drain you from the necessary nutrients that are going to help you evolve. Who's got to go this year? Matter of fact, you need to change the name of your phone from some people. That, no, don't, don't put Jason. Don't put Julia. Just change their name to sucker. And every time they call, do no, 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 up. That's a sucker calling. I don't have energy for suckers today. I wish I had a real church because y'all acting real like y'all don't know what I'm talking about today. And if you don't have anybody that drains you in your life, you're probably the sucker I'm talking about. Well, nobody drains me. I don't know what they're talking about. It's because it's you. And if you a friend, learn how to be a real friend and support your friend. If you in a family, yeah, you may take a little bit, but give a little bit. And it ain't all about giving in money. Give with your support. Give with your love. Could you not go grab a birthday card from Walgreens? Just show up to the party empty-handed. I ain't got no money. I ain't asked for no money, but you couldn't write a thank you note. Woo, y'all quiet today. He's digging around you, getting rid of suckers and weeds. But then here's another thing, limitations. The, the gardener is actually going to cut the roots of the tree. Y'all, this messed me up. Because I'm thinking if you want a healthy tree, you need long, deep roots. Not for a fruit tree. Because if the roots get too long and deep, 
you have a large leafy tree that looks good, but it has no fruit. So they cut the roots and limit how far the roots can grow so that they put hardship on the roots because roots under hardship are forced to produce. Some of y'all ought to thank God for the hardship you've been under because you are a person that's probably been been very productive and fruitful because you didn't have time to waste. Where are my folk around here that's been through something? See, I, you know, I don't like preaching to folk that ain't been through nothing because you can't relate to me because I know what hell feels like. I know what being lied on feels. I know what it is to struggle and not know what you're going to eat at night. And God says all of that hardship at your roots actually forced you to be more productive. Restrictions produce reproductions. So I know it may hurt somebody's feeling, but I want you to look at them and say, you needed it. Uh-huh, that's the wrong person because they miss what you said. Turn to somebody else and say, you needed it. You needed them to lie. You needed them to leave. You needed them to hurt you. You needed them to be cut off. You needed them to take you through that experience. You needed to be betrayed because under all that pressure and all that hardship, your roots said, we better grow or else we about to die. It's a do or die thing. It's a sink or swim situation. I don't have time to waste. So can I ask you this? Are you okay with being small in size and large in significance? Because the moment God cuts your roots, you will no longer be large and leafy. But you will have significance in spite of your size. And can I tell you the truth? In this season of my life, I don't need to be large and leafy. Uh-huh. A lot of us on Instagram and Facebook always posting the picture, the 25th picture you took. And then you added a filter on that picture because you want to purport yourself as if you large and leafy. But in this season, let me talk to the folk who say, you ain't got to know none of my business as long as I got green in the bank. It don't matter if nothing's on my social media page because the most exciting folk in real life are the people that don't have to post everything. They just live it. I ain't got to show you. I'm just going to be it. I ain't to prove it I'm just gonna have it I don't have to show you my life is good I'm gonna be good every time I go to the bank some of us spending too much money trying to look large and leafy and, and yeah you look large and leafy but you ain't got nothing but old peppermint and lint in that Louis Vuitton purse So yes, I will go to Goodwill. Yes, I will go to a consignment shop. Yes, I will go to a thrift store. Yes, I will go to Marshalls or Ross. And, and I'm going to make it look like Bloomingdale's by the time I finish with it. Because it ain't about looking large. And li- I told you I came to preach. Holler at your boy if you getting free this year from trying to show off. Be the real deal. Don't nobody need you to prove nothing to them. Because the gardener is working on me, digging on me, cutting off my roots, getting rid of suckers and weeds. I ain't got time to play this year. You've not been consumed because of mercy. Uh-huh. You're constantly being manicured. 
So stop fighting the gardener. He's helping you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I wanted it to last. I wanted it to last, though. But, I mean, I gave so many years of my life. I wanted it to last. I wanted it to last. Some stuff ain't going to last. But when it doesn't last, you're going to be like Martin Luther the King. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. Am I preaching to anybody this morning? This side ain't woke up yet. Anybody in this section getting what I'm putting down? Are y'all picking up what I'm putting down? Oh. Got one more, got one more, got one more. Constantly being manicured. We're not consumed because of mercy. Here's the last one. We'll cultivate it by manure. The gardener said, let me dig around it. King James Version says, and dung it. NRSV Version says, let me dig around it and put manure on it. If you're from the city, you don't know what that is. No, no, no. If you ain't grow up around some farmland and some country grandparents, if you don't have no roots in Alabama, Mississippi, Arkansas, Georgia, Tennessee, you don't know nothing about no manure. But they sell manure because it's good fertilizer. You know what manure is? It's animal waste. You know what manure is? It's excrement. Y'all ain't got it yet. You know what manure is? It's feces. You know what manure is? It's boo-boo. I got one more. You know what manure is? It's a bunch of shut your mouth. And somebody ought to stop shouting over your car. Stop shouting over your house. Stop shouting over your promotion. And shout over the fact that God has used every messy situation to work together for your good. Now from this point on, I'm preaching to myself. Thank God for every mess. Thank God for every lie. Thank God for every stone. Thank God for every valley. Thank God for every struggle. Thank God for every mountain climb. Because if I never had a problem, I wouldn't know God could solve them. I wouldn't know what faith in God's word could do. So at the 8 o'clock service, I'm looking for about 200 people that can lift your hands up to heaven and just say through it all. I've, I've learned how to trust in Jesus. I, I've learned how to trust in God. Can you help me preach and get to my seat? Reach over and fist bump somebody and say the mess blessed me. Tell them the mess was good for me. The mess showed me it was good that I was afflicted so that I could learn his statues. The mess taught me surely goodness and mercy will keep on following me all the days of my life. The mess taught me that if God be for you, who can be against you? The mess taught me that he'll make your enemies your footstool. The mess taught me that this light affliction is just for a moment. 
but is working for us a far exceeding weight of glory. If you're still seated, it's because you've never been in some mess. If you're still sitting there looking at me, it's because you never smelt any manure. But if God has brought you through it, if God has made up for it, if God has opened the door, you ought to help me praise him because he's faithful like that. He's good like that. And even when the devil is messing, what he meant for evil, he will use it for your good. Because all things work together. Half our three people say it's working together. It's working together. It's working together. And when you come through this, you won't even look like what you've been through. When you come through this, you're going to have a testimony nobody else has. When you come through this, your shout's going to be different. Your prayer's going to have more depth. Your anointing's going to be deeper. Your praise is going to be more for real. Your worship will be more intense. Because everybody that looks at you is going to see you coming out of that mess. And they're going to say, how do you feel? on the other side of the mess and all you're going to be able to tell them is he's done more than I ever expected worked everything out for my good he's done more y'all stand it's time to go home Tell your neighbor, he's going to do more. He's going to do more. And you're going to be more. I'm sorry, I'm trying to stop. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. I'm sorry. Anybody been in a mess? Anybody in a mess right now? Well, hold on to the morning. Everything gonna be all right. Stand with me. I dare you to praise him. I dare you to praise him. I dare you to praise him for what you survived. They put you in the ground, but it wasn't a burial, it was a planting. Find you one more person, we'll talk to your neighbor church. If you don't like it, go to somewhere else next week. But look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you just don't know how much manure I've had on me lately. But tell them, I'm so glad I don't look like what I've been through. In the morning, everything gonna be all right. Say yeah. Say yeah. Stand with me. 
can I pray for the folks? You've been in some manure and you've been wondering why. Feel like somebody keeps hitting at your roots and it feels like you're losing your equilibrium and feel like you're losing yourself. Let me calm you down. It's because the gardener's at work. Do you hear me? And who is the gardener? Jesus. And sometimes when he's working, it don't feel good. And somebody's hitting in places that let him dig. Let him cut. Mm. Let him work. Let him subtract. Because it's all going to make you better. Get to this altar if this word was for you. I want to pray for you as you evolve. Just come to the altar if this word was for you. And we're going to celebrate those who who need to come to the altar today. If they, Can you help me thank God for these who are coming? Come on, it takes courage sometimes. <laughs> takes courage. I've gone through the fire and I've been through the flood. Yes, I've been broken into pieces come as close as you can seen lightning flashing from above but through it all through it all I remembered that the Lord still loved me that he loved me and he cares and he'll never he'll never put more on me than I the fire and I have been through the flood I've been broken into pieces I've been broken into pieces seen lightning flashing from above but through it all I remember that the Lord still loved me that he loved me and he cared, and he cared, and he cared, and he'll never say no, he'll never, he'll never put more on me. Say mm-mm, never, he'll never put more on me. Say uh-uh, never, he'll never put more on me. Listen, his word said he won't, I believe it. I receive it, I claim it, now reach up and say it's mine, it's my healing, it's my joy, it's my growth season, come on, say it's mine, my evolution, my resolution, oh, no, he'll never know him. He'll never put more on me than I 
I need you to remember that. Let the gardener work. Let the gardener work. Let the gardener work. If he didn't want you here, he would have listened to the owner. <laughs> but mercy spoke up. And the reason you're here right now is because of God's mercy. Now, God, we come to you like fig trees who've not become all you've called us to be. From the pulpit to the back door, you have so much more for us to produce. You have so much more for us to finish. You have so much more for us to attain. So God, thank you for your grace and your mercy. Because you could have gotten rid of us a long time ago. Lord, we thank you for the breath in our lungs, the intelligence in our minds, the strength and dexterity of our limbs. We thank you for the gift of life, the gift of 2023. And we don't know how long we have here, but Lord, we want to be fruitful. We want our marriages, our homes, our children, our relationships, our careers, our callings, our ministries, our assignments. When you look at us, even if others don't see fruit, but when you look at us, we want you to find fruit on our lives. If nothing else, Lord, work in cultivating us the fruit of the Spirit. May we have some joy on our limbs. May we have some peace on our limbs. May we have some meekness on our limbs. May we have some self-control and temperance and gentleness on our limbs. May we have the ability to suffer long and not give up on our limbs. Make us, shape us, cultivate us, manicure us, and more than anything, cut anything off of us that is draining necessary nutrients from your purpose on our lives. For the tired person in the room, God, I pray you renew their strength. For the guilty person in the room, remind them that you can forgive them if they just confess their sins. You're faithful and just able to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. For the person that made a mistake in the room, Lord, help them to know you are able to cover a mistake under the blood of Jesus. The gardener got cut so we can live Lord I thank you for your grace thank you for another chance now cover us all and help us to evolve to be exactly what you designed us to be every day of our lives we pray for evolution and not just a resolution this is our prayer in Jesus name let the church say it is so and amen come on hug somebody and say keep growing Dap somebody and tell them, keep growing. It ain't over yet. Keep growing, keep growing, keep growing, keep growing. It's all right if you made a mistake. Keep growing. It's all right if you fell down. Get up. Keep growing. Keep growing. You can get it right next week if you messed it up last week. You can get it right this year if you wasted time last year. Tell somebody, keep growing, keep growing, keep growing. 
he brought, let the gardener work. Let the gardener work. Let the gardener work. Let the gardener work. Hallelujah. Oh, no, he'll never, no, he'll never put more on me. Put more on me than I can bear. Listen, I want to shift. I want to shift. If you know this word had your name on it and you need an evolution and you're a member of a church, excuse me, not a member of a church and you don't have a church home, you don't know the gardener Jesus Christ personally, I can't promise you mercy when cutting season comes if you're not connected to Jesus. I don't say that to make you be scared. I'm just telling you it's real. That's why I love Jesus. Because <laughs> he speaks up for us when we really don't deserve it. He's our intercessor, seated at the right hand of God the Father. If you need Christ, come on. If you need a church home, come on. If you know you need another chance, come on. Don't worry about being judged. Don't worry about anybody looking at you strange. You walk out. And come walk into your evolution. Come on, you jumpstart your evolution. Fellowship, help me celebrate now. Bless you, man. Welcome, man. God bless you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. God bless you. Come on, anybody else? I'm waiting on, I'm waiting on anybody else. Am I waiting on anybody else? Don't worry about anybody in this room. You're sitting by somebody who should have been cut down too. So go on and walk up boldly and say, I need Jesus. I need a church home. I'm out here floating by myself. And some of you have been visiting, visiting, visiting. What you waiting on? You've been visiting since 2021. It's time to come on in the house. Come on, come on, make it your home now. Your visiting season, I hear for somebody, is at the end. Come on and be a faithful, committed, dedicated fig tree in the vineyard of the Lord. We need you to produce with us. We need your gifts. We need your brilliance. Come on, come on, come on and join if you need to. If not, I thank God for three. Watch this. The text said he checked for three years. But I speak in the fourth year. Uh-huh. So whoever walks out, you number four, and it symbolizes something's about to change, something's about to shift, but you got to participate in your own shift. Come on, he's got grace, you got to come to it. He has healing, you got to come to him. He has another level for you, you've got to accept it. Who am I pulling on? Who am I pulling on? The Bible says compel them to come. I'm not wasting time, I'm going fishing. Because the Lord says we are fisher people and we can get some new fish on the line. If you're here, come on, it's cool, you can stay in your seat. But if you know you're supposed to be up here, make a move. And if you move, he'll move. Just like that. If you move, he moves. Just like that. Is it you in the balcony need to come down? Is it you in the back need to come down? It's all right. I've been obedient. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Welcome, my sister. Is that your baby? That's your baby. Come on, let's thank God for mama's faith. God bless you. I'm going to leave it alone. You number four. This about to be one of your best years. You hear me? be one of your best years what grade are you in you're in college I'm so sorry you look so young what year are you in college 
you're a transfer sophomore. Okay, you're a sophomore right now. You're a sophomore. And it was a transition. And you kind of feel like you're behind, don't you? A little bit. No, you're not. You're right on time. You're right on time. Don't worry about nobody else's walk. You walk your own walk. feel led to sow into you so we're going to take these three into the first touch ministry but this fourth one I told you I told you whoever the fourth one is it's about to be a shift did I not say it this is a college student who transferred which means she's been delayed a little bit what's your name Jasmine ja Jasmine uh huh this is a college student who's been delayed a little bit but she's determined to finish and she's transferred but it ain't really no delay because you only delayed if you compare yourself to other people so she's right on time right on schedule i want to know who's coming to sew into my sister as she goes back into this next semester of school if you feel led to if you don't want to don't do it uh-huh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get your cash app, too. Y'all come sow into her. We're going to be a blessing. Y'all bring me a basket, because uh, y'all know how fellowship rolls. Yeah. Come on and sow into this young lady. We got you. We got you. Thank you, Pastor Pope. Come on. We're going to sow into you. You, you. you see, it pays to serve Jesus. All you got to do is say yes. And you watch how he shifts your life. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Let me read it. Let me read it. Let me read it. Her cash app is Princess Jasmine, J-A-S-E-M-I-N-E. -E. Media team, can you help me out? Media team, put it on there for our virtual ship givers that want to sow into Jasmine. Princess Jasmine, dollar sign, Princess Jasmine. Princess Jasmine, J-A-S-E. M-I-N-E. Y'all got that? Princess Jasmine. J-A-S-E-M-I-N-E. -E. Somebody ought to help me praise God. When I say praise God and you patty cake like that, that ain't praise. That's just you doing something to make the preacher leave you alone. I said praise God for this lady's future. Princess Jasmine. Because if he does it for this child, he could do it for your child, huh? He could do it for your house. Yes, Lord. She can't even type it in there. Let me help you out. You, you just, you just, you just, it's overwhelming. That's how the Lord will bless you. Overwhelming favor. Yeah, he will. Uh-huh. Princess, you got the pastor working on your behalf today. I ain't even have I ever seen you before. I watch you on YouTube. This your first time coming in the bit in a while. Well, at least you've been on YouTube. I don't know what's on your life, but the Lord loves you. Spell princess right, and that's it. J-A-S-E. There it is. There it is. Thank y'all. Uh-huh. Look, folk coming up. 
It's on the screen. There it is. Take your time, though. I don't want you to miss no blessings. I was a broke college student, too, one day. And my pastor raised the offering for me that helped me make it. So I'm just passing it forward. Now unto him. Y'all better hold me today. And I'm going to warn you, you come in here next Sunday, this day, and you're going to be real upset. <laughs> now unto him. Still ain't got it. Now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all you can ask or think according to the power. Stretch your hands towards Jasmine. She came to give her life to Jesus today and leaving with so much more. Lord, cover your daughter. Help her to finish. Help her to not compare her life to anybody else's. Fill her with courage. Fill her with confidence. Fill her with your Holy Spirit. Make every assignment finishable. Make every work that's assigned to her this semester doable. Give her favor with her professors. Give her favor with her classmates. Open doors she didn't even knock on. Send scholarships she didn't even apply for. And you've already done some of it today. And we bless you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. They're going to take it and they're going to get it to you at the end of service. Will you walk her down to the new members? Walk her down to the new members. Y'all help me thank God for Jasmine. Can we also celebrate $1,500 that was sold into the first fund Sundays? Come on, y'all. Thank God. Thank God. Now, don't confuse that. That ain't for Jasmine. That's for fellowship. That's fellowship. Y'all stand. Let's go home. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Tell your neighbor. Tell your neighbor. Get ready for some suddenly blessings. I speak it over your life. It's not going to take as long as you think it is. Suddenly miracles. Sudden blessings. I speak it over every man. I speak it over every woman. I'm going to let you go. But can I tell you what the Lord just said to me? Again, it's a sudden season. And if anybody needs God to do something, suddenly release a praise of expectation like you know he's able, like you know he can, like you know a shift is happening. Come on, few more seconds. Press on in and let God know I believe you. Not just for me, do it for my children. Not just for my children, everybody connected to me. It pays to be a praying mama. Pray when it doesn't look like it's gonna work out. Pray when nothing looks like it's coming together. Keep on, keep on praying. Let me let y'all go. Touch seven people and say suddenly. And don't say it if you don't believe it. Keep your faithless hands to yourself. Suddenly. Favor on your finances. Favor in your job. Suddenly. It ain't gonna take that long. 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 Suddenly. May your struggles 
keep you near the cross. May your troubles, excuse me, show that you need God. May every battle in the way it should. May your bad days prove that God is good. I pray your whole life keeps on proving that God is good. Tell one more person, suddenly, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. You better wait and see. Have a good week, I love you.
Hey family, I pray you've been blessed by this message that God gave me. I hope you stay connected to Fellowship Chicago through YouTube, Facebook, or our website. Go to fellowshipchicago.com today and make sure that you stay updated on all of the great things that are happening on the ship. Until we meet again, may you be blessed by the power, the peace, and the provisions of God. Peace, peace.